0: Daniel chapter 2, verses 46 through 49. When Daniel finished, King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face in awe before Daniel. He ordered the offering of sacrifices and burning of incense in Daniel's honor. He said to Daniel, "'Your God is beyond question, the God of all gods, the master of all kings, and he solves all mysteries. I know, because you've solved this mystery.'" Then the king promoted Daniel to a high position in the kingdom, lavished him with gifts, and made him governor over the entire province of Babylon, and the chief in charge of all the Babylonian wise men. At Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to administrative posts throughout Babylon, while Daniel governed from the royal headquarters. To me, this is... uh, Daniel's, it it follows right after his mic drop moment. This is Nebuchadnezzar's challenge to his wise men. Not just tell me what this dream means, but first you have to tell me the dream, then tell me what it means. And Daniel had, like the rest of the wise men, essentially a death sentence on his head. And instead of cowering, Daniel says, well, hold on, Let, let me go talk to the king. And after consulting with his small his small group Shadrach Meshach and Abednego, uh, Daniel goes and tells the king his dreams and stands back, drops that mic, and we read this: that the king fell flat on his face. And I have to be one hundred percent honest; I totally picture the Veggie Tales version of this, where King Nebuchadnezzar just you know, palm to the forehead, face right to the dirt, thump on the ground in front of Daniel, that he knows that Daniel's God knows him, that Nebuchadnezzar is known by Daniel's God and how different that is from the rest of the gods that Nebuchadnezzar has worshipped and most undoubtedly worshipped in the past and like we're going to see in the future here too. But this is such a roller coaster for Daniel, the ups and downs, the ups and downs of death sentence to job promotion. You know, Daniel's got a new job here. He's now chief of the wise men and his own small group game promoted here in front of the king. And this roller coaster that Daniel is on makes me think of my roller coaster and How my wife and I started out um, 10 years ago, the roller coaster that we were riding, unbeknownst to us, the job changes, the divorces, the legal problems, the custody problems, all of the turns that uh, families uh, have to learn how to deal with, I guess, and how to live through. and this journey makes me think of just that literal roller coaster this past summer i got to take my eight-year-old up to michigan's adventure for the first time to ride a roller coaster the corkscrew and that was also my first roller coaster and this is such a great one to start on because you can stand right there and look at the whole thing The roller coaster even goes over top of the line that you're waiting in. So that corkscrew will go right over you as you're waiting there. So if you're eight, the nerves start. You get nervous. What's that going to feel like? I've never done anything like this before. To the anticipation of the people who love roller coasters and say, this is great. I'm so excited. But that's a great one to start on because you can see everything in front of you. You know what turns are coming. You know what that drop looks like and how big it is. And you can hear the people going in front of you, which is just wonderful. And it makes me think of another kind of roller coaster that isn't so fun. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to uh, Hollywood Studios, I believe, has the rock and roller coaster, which is in the dark. And it starts out completely different. Instead of going up that hill with the ka-click, 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 The rock and roller coaster starts with a zero to 60. You go from a dead stop and get launched into the rest of the track and the ride. And rock and roller coaster is inside. You don't get to see what's coming. It's in the dark. It's inside a building. You don't know if you're going to be plummeting, if you're going to be rising up again, if you're going to make that hard left or right, if you're going to be flipped upside down, We don't know. And it's a totally different kind of experience, one that I would not want to put my eight-year-old through for his very first roller coaster. But it makes me think again of my roller coaster and what that has looked like. The ups and downs, the turns, the ones that I could see coming, the ones I could prepare for and know that, hey, things are going to be different. I need to get ready. I need to lean into this. Or maybe I need to start talking to my friends and my small group about these changes that are coming versus the roller coaster that you might not have seen that turn coming and you just got that whiplash. You got that blind side. And those are a much different kind of uh, roller coaster in the real world, but a much different roller coaster in life. And... I think for me, when I read these verses, it reminds me not just of how crazy things can get, how, how much God knows is going on versus what we know is coming up or going on, that we get to lean into that promise of God, knowing those tracks and where they go. For Daniel, these verses are right in the middle of his roller coaster. Things are about to turn drastically for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and the story of the fiery furnace. But in this moment, they're up there. They're high. This is the mic drop moment for Daniel that he can stand back and say, we just did this right. All of the wise men in the nation were essentially saved by Daniel, knowing that his God, the true God, the Lord of Lords, the master of all kings, the God of all gods, was in charge of that moment for Daniel. That was not something interpreting Nebuchadnezzar's dream was not something Daniel could have done on his own. That was a God moment. And those are the moments that we need to pray for. Because sometimes we don't know when they're coming. Sometimes we can see them in advance. And we can feel lucky about that. But other times that blind side we're not ready for and all we can do ahead of time is pray for it so let's do that heavenly father you are a great god you are the great god you're the god of daniel you're the god of shadrach meshach and abednego and you're my god and i pray that when those turns come When you see those turns coming in front of us, that you may be smiling in front of us, uh, knowing that we're ready, that we're going to learn something about ourselves. We're going to learn something about you from the situations coming in front of us. But all we can do is hold on and, and be ready for that. And God, right now, I just pray for that readiness, for life's roller coaster, for life's twists and turns, for the highs and lows. God, that you would keep us in your hands, that you would guide us clearly, that you would put those tracks in front of us that we can see and know when to lean, that you would make this incredible ride point even more clearly to you, that you're the one in charge of this, you're the one in control of this, that we can lean on you, that you are the one who knows You're the one who knows. Whether Nebuchadnezzar knew it or not, I feel safer knowing that you're the one in control. I feel safer knowing that you know me. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.